Hey everyone, this is Chris and you're listening to One Cross Radio. And today we are joined by the always awesome and lifelong friend, Christian Dobson. Christian, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. <laughs> how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, it is day, I think, four of the, the quarantine. Um, so that's been... It's been interesting. Working from home has been uh, has been interesting, but uh, that's not your experience, actually. So. No, my experience is going <laughs> to work. Oh wow! No, my experience is the worst. Uh, you really can I tell you? Can I like go? Can I go into detail? Do you, you want to hear it? Yeah, sure, sure. Oh, right. This is awesome. I have a captive audience. So, uh, <laughs> no, it sucks, man. Because like they're you know they're trying you know they send this letter saying oh we we don't want to lay anyone off and I'm in the position where I even said to my boss I was like hey man. You know, if you don't want me to come in and also not pay me, that'd be great. Uh, I'm fine with that. <laughs> like, like, and, you know, if you just want to, like, lay me off or whatever, you know, uh, you, know you can just do that. That's fine. Because um, I don't want to work there anymore. But we're doing rotating shifts. There's only four guys that work there, rotating shifts. So five days on, five days off. We So right now we still get paid for the five days off, which is pretty cool, admittedly. But I have to spend the entire day working with uh, the one dude in that branch that I really, really don't like. So I get seven <laughs> hours of unadulterated time with them, which is fantastic. Oh, and by the way, there's no work to do whatsoever. And we're close to the public. So, <laughs> so, so wait, what are you doing? <laughs> I feel like I'm losing my mind. <laughs> All right. That's uh, that's fair. Um, it's been well, wow. it's been weird. <laughs> Sorry, you might have cut out. <laughs> I just yeah, no. I think I'm losing my mind. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that was it. That was it. That was the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, that and that's 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 got to be fair. Um, like, it's been interesting for me working from home, just because so much of my job has been based on like the work I do with with the youth, with the clients, and the walk in and all that, and I don't have that right now. So it's been like, oh, okay, I got to find at first I was like, what am I going to fill my time with? But there is legit a number of things to do, um, especially because as I as I shared with some viewers come uh, March 31st, like my contracts up and then we're just trying to set up our agency to be able to succeed um, with able to like still assist youth with housing in a different way. So it's finding all these resources and making sure there's clear cut stuff to help out and then even doing some other stuff where it's like, okay, if we need to refer anybody to shelter, um, let's look for shelters outside of Hamilton and mm. then arrange them really well. And then, uh, make sure you get the directions and how to get someone there. Um, just setting them up to succeed. It, it takes a lot. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, Oh dang, it's actually filling my time and it's not like I'm wasting my time either. So, well, I mean, it's good that you can work from home. It's really, that's really interesting that so many people seem to be able to work from home and it feels like there's a huge push to keep people from doing that, right? Like, oh, we want you in the office and we need you here this many hours. And I mean, regardless of a pandemic, it just, I don't know, man. I don't know about you. I I, I feel like, like, I, 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 I never have enough time. Like, I, I never, ever, ever have <laughs> enough time. And it, like not only do I, 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 you know, my health is suffering, my mental health is suffering. The things I want to do with my life, like I, I want to make art, you know, I want to, I want to do yoga, mm -hmm. I want to exercise, I want to figure out who I am, I want to, you know, I just want to, you know, all this stuff. And like I just don't have any. All my time and energy goes into to getting to work and coming home. And I keep thinking like, 
Heck, man, there, there's so many countries that have have um, time at times in their history gone down to like a three day work week for whatever for whatever reason, right? Maybe it's oil shortage, right. things like that, and things worked fine. Uh, you know, when you're looking at you know the the Dow going up three thousand points based on on nothing, uh, you know, we didn't acquire any more natural resources. Uh, no, no extra infrastructure was built. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. So where's all this wealth coming from and who is it going to? Cause it's definitely not going to the workers. Right? I, I think if they're going to fleece us to this extent, they should give us a, another day off. You know, I don't want to work five <laughs> days a week, man. Give me four. <laughs> like you, you just keep breaking the laws, keep paying zero dollars in tax. Keep doing whatever you want. Just give me my extra day off or give me my extra money. Just give me something. You know, <laughs> right, right. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm actually really curious, um, just because your, your, your comments just reminded me. Um, what's your, what's your opinion on how, um, how the Ontario and federal government are kind of handling things right now? So far, they've been, they've been rolling stuff out, and I haven't been a fan of either Ford or Trudeau for the most part. But hmm. I gotta say, both of them. Um, with how they've been presenting stuff, like they haven't been jumping into overreaction mode, um, but they also haven't gone into like insane defensive mode either being like, Nope, we're just got to persevere and push through. Like they're handling it. In my opinion, I'm like, wow, they're handling it very well. I can't be like, well, Ford, you're acting like Ford would normally. Um, (laughs) I I, I think people are so scared. Like it's, and, and Canadians are less susceptible to this where they know that if they politicize it, or if they're even viewed to see, if they're even like, if it even seems like they're politicizing it, nobody's going to go for that. Nobody is going to uh, support them if they're seen right. to be doing it. So, I think they're they're both uh, responding um, in the manner in which, like, like if you were to like copy and paste a politician type of thing, where it's like, okay, they're going to listen purely to their advisors and they're going to do exactly <laughs> what the professionals say, and if, no matter what, everyone's oh, like politics be damned. We're like, we're gonna, I'm gonna. St- keep my job by listening to professionals. And at the very end, I can say, Hey, I listened to the best people I had. What else was I going to do? You know, it kind of makes me wish that they do this all the time. <laughs> oh yeah. Chris, it's almost like we do have the data to be able to do this all the time. And it's almost like, anyway, I mean, that's enough. That's okay. Here, let's put a pin in that money in politics. There's a oh, three episodes we could do. <laughs> oh man. Oh, dude, there's so, man, the more I learn about the world, the more I'm just like, oh, I don't want to be a part of any of this, man. <laughs> uh, oh, I get you. I get you, man. Um, it's like, all right, I'm, tr- I'm trying not to go too, too deep into it, Jeff, but <laughs> like, I find a lot of this stuff like really, really interesting. Mm. Um, and then I like learning about other countries and then seeing what they're doing and how it's succeeding. Um, but I, I generally try to give people the benefit of the doubt, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so even if it's a, even, even be it a politician, a political party, or someone else, I try not to jump to, into the woods about it. Um, and I know you and I have talked about, like, <laughs> we'll put a pin in this one. But, like, is the DNC hanging Bernie out to dry again kind of thing? Oh, like, dude, when you sent me that message, I was like, Chris, yes, dude. What are you, what are you, why is this even, <laughs> of course. It's like, uh, like, look at, okay, okay, right before Super Tuesday, uh, two of the top delegates drop out. And then one you haven't heard from in, like, three or four months is, like, all of a sudden, oh, by the way, I also support Biden. 
Kom. En, 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 obviously, I cannot get blue on this podcast, but it steams my hams when uh, it's between the mainstream. Man, there's I, there's this one guy I read it. He posted like 25, 50 examples of every time the mainstream media would put like Bernie down, where they'd be like, "Oh, here's the top four candidates." Or, or or no, they would show the top three candidates, but then it'd be like uh, Biden with 16, uh, Bernie with 15, Warden, Warren with 13, and Buttigieg with 10, but they would only show Biden, Warren, and Buttigieg. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> but the guy in second place isn't there. Why are you not showing him? Just all these little things like that, dude. Like, like remember when CNN yeah. was like, oh, um, can we beat... Uh, can Bernie Sanders or the coronavirus be beaten? Like, what? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? And well, and the same people who own these corporations that all, like, these multimedia corporations, those same people have vested interests in, in health insurance companies and, and seeing the status quo remain the way it is. And, and it's just so, it's so sad to see the only person who's trying to do the right thing get, get shafted because the people are so stupid. They're so cowed by their, their, uh, what are their overlords? Their, their, their what, what is the word? They clep, clep, not kleptoc, the oligarchic, yeah, oligarchic overlords. We're, we're serfs, dude. We're serfs. You know, like when you, when you look at this, the average CEO wage has risen 900% in the past 35 years, and the average worker raises have risen like 56. Like, how are we not serfs, man? This isn't right. <laughs> so. The point I was originally trying to make what? was I was like, <laughs> you're making a point. <laughs> <laughs> I try, like I was saying, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. And then yeah. I was like, I didn't want to go into the woods. But the thing is, uh, with, it was kind of funny. Cause when I sent you that message it, at first, it was like, people were like, Oh, we don't want to go into the woods. Like there, there's no conspiracy. But in the case of this, I'm like, no, this is, this isn't conspiracy. This isn't you forcing a view. Like this is demonstrable. Uh, the stuff against Bernie where I'm like, that's not in the woods at this point. This is fact, especially exactly. because it's been leaked and pointed out and documented. Like this has happened before. Yep. Um, yeah. But uh, the original point I was trying to make was as we look at stuff that works in other countries, but there's hesitancy to do it here. Um, like here in Canada or here in North America, mm. like my personal attitude is I try not to automatically be like, well, that's because of, like a corporate greed and all that. I, I actively try to find out before getting to that point, mm -hmm. like just jumping to the, well, it's corporate greed or whatever. It's like, okay, so what is like, what is your actual viewpoint? Like, why do you feel this wouldn't work here? Is it because of different, different population factors or in the case of Ontario, it's like, okay, well that country is one country. It's not a bunch of provinces with different provincial governments and all that level. Yeah. Kind of thing. Well, what? Are, okay, um, like, are we talking about? Are we talking about the implementation of healthcare, or what are we? Or what are we talking? About? Oh no, no, no! I'm I, right now. I'm speaking in in vague generalities on purpose because I don't have a legit <laughs> example. Okay. Um, yeah, no, no. I just mean that's my that's my process in general. Um, but then. I can't remember how I got here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Because well, you sparked something in, in my head. I just realized, because a lot of people make the argument that like, oh, you know, because Bernie is talking about Medicare for all and how it's it's going to end up saving uh, the, the United States a bunch of money. You know, even, even like, I'm not an economist, but uh, all the people who <laughs> do know what they're saying have said this, right? Like, it may take a yeah. while, 
and obviously like the healthcare insurance industry is going to suffer greatly but it, you know i think we have to make the decision and, and it's very difficult for a lot of people to wrap their minds around this where you can say hey we've done it this way for so long but maybe you know maybe people's healthcare shouldn't be um shouldn't providing healthcare for people shouldn't be motivated by profit like that doesn't it seems like a counterintuitive thing that doesn't make any sense in the world at all like oh i'm 100% on the side of uh of medicare i mean um in canada we enjoy we enjoy it um or i'd say a slight version of it cuz as much as everybody's like oh hey it's it's free healthcare i'm like well it's in our taxes there's trade offs but it's a system i enjoy um there was a couple months ago and I, I ended up telling you guys about it. I can't remember if I've talked about it on the podcast, hmm. but I was going in for just a stomach test because I've got stomach issues. Hmm. And that day when I got to the hospital, they were they were checking my pulse um, and everything. And they're like, your pulse is really high. Are you OK? I'm like, yeah, no, I, th- I think I'm good. The night before, I just had some like pain in my arm. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and then they were like, are you all right? And I mentioned that. And they're like, oh, my gosh. OK. Um, keep you monitored but long story short they were concerned <laughs> they were concerned i was having a heart attack um yeah. and then that day like i had had uh mr not an mri but something for something for my stomach um but then i got sent from one hospital to another they're like you need to go to emerge um like just just be safe just be sure um and everything ended up being fine it was just uh, a lot of stress. I was under a lot of stress and it was just coming out that way. Yeah. But I was in hospital, in the hospital basically for like 10, almost 12 hours that day. And the amount of tests I had done, I was so thankful afterwards that I didn't live in, live in the States. Um, oh. And that's not to, I hope it doesn't seem like I'm picking on them. I have some friends who are down in the States who right now have, they're, they're dealing You're with, not- they're dealing with the bill. <laughs> Dude, you're not picking on them. You, you want them to get, to be treated like human beings, and you don't yes. like that they're being lied to, and manipulated into to, to you know <laughs> believing that if they were to be given free health care, that would for some reason make them bad people or, or hurt the country. Ooh, yeah, I, man, I was I was just very. I guess what I'm trying to say is like not not pick on them, but I don't want it to come across as like oh hey let me brag about this situation when you're in an unfortunate one. Um, that they're still finding many that to their credit, to their, like, they're still finding many blessings in as much as it's like, no, that's a financially stressful situation. But at the end of that day, I was just like, oh my gosh, man, like, I'm so thankful that I didn't have to deal with that where I'd be like, Jill and I both were realistically like, we'd lose the house. Chris, yes, like, yes, dude. <laughs> no, no, when you, in the States when you have over 60% of the population, uh, making less than uh, $40,000 a year, or is either 20 or 40, dude, even if it's 40, still, that's what the heck. And and you're talking about a visit like that, something like that, for, for what ended up being nothing, thankfully, right? Dude, that would, in the States, yeah. that probably would have cost you like over 10 grand, right? Like 15 grand, something like that. And and so. Oh, per you, test, it would have cost at least like five. Yeah, like and some of them more. It probably it easily could have gotten to like the, I, I'd assume the 15 to like 30 range. So say you spend maybe five grand a year in taxes for your health care. I mean, right. you know, even if you don't use it the one day, like the one day, say the one day <laughs> that you might need to use it and your entire life, you've paid for it, right? And and, yeah. and if you get, God forbid, if you get cancer, you break your leg or, or even if, you know, even if your wife gets pregnant, you have to have a baby. That's not going to bankrupt you. Uh, I mean, 
I just don't understand, man. You have these people, they're, they're, the majority of the population, the majority of the country is living basically under the poverty line. They're, they don't have any savings. Mm-hmm. They don't have any safety net. Uh, you know, they, uh, they have all these right-wingers talking about, you know, uh, personal responsibility and freedom and liberty and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, but, like, how can how do I have any freedom whatsoever if I'm tied to an employer simply by virtue of the fact that they're providing me with health care? And that if I, it, you know, even then I'm still paying out the nose and I'm still being fleeced to no end. And then even then, if I do get sick, I'm still going to be put through the ringer trying to claim everything, all the stuff that I paid for. It, it's... I don't, I don't see how you can defend that. I don't see how it's a morally defensible thing. And then you can get into the logistics of it because people say, hey, you can't institute this and on, a, on a scale this large. It's never been done. And I'm like, uh, you know, it's simple math. Economies of scale show that the larger, the larger number you have, the easier it is to do. Um, no, that's, I, I, I think that's a fair point. Um, yeah. I remembered my earlier point not to, or what got the thought going, um, yeah. not to switch this conversation at all because I want to. No, keep dude, it going, this is but... this is why I want to do like, <laughs> like like this topic because I'm like immediately I'm like oh, I have all this data and like I really I just yeah. I want to cover all yeah. the bases right. The uh, the the one that got me the thought going, um, and it, as it does anytime it comes up, is in other countries where it's like school secondary school is free or a lot cheaper. That's the one where I'm like, okay, that's where I'd be curious about it being implemented in say Canada or the U S where how would, how would it interplay between a federal level and then the provincial levels and all that? That's, that's what I was, that's what I was referring to earlier. Oh, uh, but oh. Oh, I mean, we could like, I could definitely like, dude, like that. That is almost that, that's that's almost simpler, right? I mean, you can make the argument where, I mean, and studies really? have shown. Yeah, well, no, just I mean, to me, the healthcare one is much simpler because I'm with you. I'm like, uh, no, just do it now. If in that sense, I will add, like, look, if you are super duper rich, mm-hmm. and you can afford everything, and that's and that it doesn't negatively negatively impact me, mm-hmm. you being able to afford like faster healthcare. I don't necessarily see anything wrong with that personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if it impacts everybody else, then no. But if it if there's a system out there where it's like, hey, look, for everybody else, like Bill Gates being seen <laughs> this afternoon isn't going to yeah. push me on a waiting list back a year or a couple months, like an extra couple months. I personally don't see the problem with that. Just because, hey, look, if if he's got that funds, or Idris Elba, who currently has the the virus, yeah, um, like if they've got that, then he's got the money. Then that's his personal prerogative. And if it's not going to negatively impact me, I don't really care. But everybody else shouldn't be impacted by that decision. Um, oh my gosh, man, we're going so all over the place. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I mean, like in terms of the schooling, I mean, like the argument is. Uh, a well well-educated populace is going to generate five times someone with a with a post-secondary education is going to generate five times more GDP than someone without uh, right right there what else what like I don't understand what, what give me an argument against that <laughs> we're, we're all going to be five times the country itself is going to be five times richer if we give these people like I if I, I mean if you can say hey giving people free education is going to drain us of six times the money. <laughs> and we're only going to get five times the money back, then yes, I would, but I, I don't, I don't think anyone can make that argument. <laughs> like free, right, well, free education. The only reason education is so expensive is because they've been allowed to, to, to gouge people. And, and basically like, um, you know, in the States, especially like the, the, the loan industry and the government 
and the, the universities and the accreditation industry, they're, they're all in cahoots together. They're in bed together, right? And they, they, they basically, um, you know, they, there's a documentary about this, how they inflated the market with diplomas. Uh, in, in like I'd be the I'd be really curious to check that one out. Yeah. I guess with, I guess I, I I admittedly don't know as much, but I'm. It's 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 weird just because I'll I'll admit I don't know where all the money goes mm-hmm. when it goes to a school. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to think like, look, if it's if the money is going towards one the the people working there and they're getting paid uh, paid a proper wage for what they do, yeah. then, then I'm for that. Um, I did like, but it, it depends on like what, who, de, who defines that. But then also like the cost of school, I, you can recognize like buildings costs and all that. I, it, for me, it's beyond that. I love the idea of schools being cheaper because what I disagree with entirely in Canada and of course also down in the U S is just how much, the loans and everything set people back. It should not be, it should not be okay for someone who is working full time or even part time as a student or after like five or six years later, still paying off that loan. That's ridiculous. Um, it shouldn't dude. Like you, you have a you have citizens. Like you say, you're born into a country. You say, Hey country. Um, I want to be great. Help me out. Uh, right. help me be great. And the country's like, no, we're gonna charge you for the to even give it, even take a shot. <laughs> you know, maybe you'll you'll get an opportunity. Maybe you'll be able to work. Maybe. No, well, man. No. Why should like why why should I care about myself? Why like I don't I don't like it's to me it's it's like if I'm paying taxes, my healthcare should be provided to me, my education be should be provided to me, and then I'm I'm going to live long and contribute as much as I possibly can to the country, given the fact that I have I've been educated. And I have free healthcare. See, I think there were, I think there's been a shift where, uh, and you can attest, mm-hmm. I, like both of our, both of our parents' generation and before them, like at the time, basically, universally every job, with the exception of few, mm-hmm. needed beyond a high school education. Oh, you could Chris. get almost any job off <laughs> of a high school education. And then it was, you needed the specialty study, which if you're paying for that, like if it's more of that special interest, yeah, that, that I'm more okay with. Yeah. But as you mentioned earlier, like the diploma factory and all that, and I'm, I'm really interested in that documentary, mm. especially because 90% of the time, the documentaries I watch are light and frivolous. Cause I get enough of life sucking from <laughs> real life. All so the documentaries like, all right. are, yeah, they're Sorry. the worst or the best for that to make you be like, Oh, there is no point. <laughs> oh, oh, it's worse like, than there's no point. It's it's just a... <laughs> I'll just be like, you know what? I I want to learn more about the toys that made us, and that's a great documentary. <laughs> yeah, well, the just... point is to be scared and to suffer. That is the point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> but uh, but now so many jobs, and it's it's even a point of in my field, um, where in my field I've been working for ten years, but as I right now. There's like nowhere to apply because the country's kind of on hold, yeah. and that's fair. We're in a we're in an epidemic, um, <laughs> and every like that makes sense. But beforehand, as me and my friends were looking for stuff, we're like, it's it's rough. Like, oh, Chris, rough. So many places are looking for your like. I've been I've got ten years experience, but they're looking for say five to ten years experience, but also minimum your bachelor's. But here's the thing, dude. I don't. They know. I don't have the money to go back to school and I don't want to owe the province 
These okay, like, these people know, dude. Everybody, everybody and their cousin has a damn bachelor's. Everybody and their cousin has has something, right? Like an English and bachelor English, just some BS thing. So what they can do is they can say to you, "Hey, we want this many years experience. We want you to work for peanuts, even though you do have like a post secondary education uh, diploma. It doesn't matter because everybody does, and and that's the thing. They they yeah. fed everybody the same lie. They our parents were like, "Oh, you got to go to now." And here's the thing, they were off, they fed us a lie that was fed to them. So. so I was talking to my coworker about this today, and basically we ended up operating under two false assumptions. A false assumption operating under a false assumption. And we became adults being like, oh, not only, like, we knew that the world wasn't like the way they said it was, but it wasn't even like the way we thought it was. Never mind the way (laughs) they said it was. And, like, you know, you got your parents telling you one thing, oh, you know, my dad could just go in at 16 be like, hey, I want a job, I'm here to work, they give it to you, blah, blah, blah. I couldn't do that. I don't I don't know if you could have done that. I know I sure as heck couldn't have done that. My coworker today, he's like, when I was 14, I went down to the, the factory, down to the exhibition, they gave me a job. And I was like, dude, when I was 14, I knew I couldn't do that. Like, there was nothing in my mind. Like, <laughs> I wanted to get a job, but I was like, they would never hire me, right? Um, maybe if I well, knew someone. Right, like the only reason it's, I got my job at seventeen is because I knew my grandpa worked there, man. And and I was remember you and Mike came to see me at the bakery, and the only yeah. reason I got that is because my grandpa worked there. They never would have hired me ever, and it's such a different thing. Like my mom, she keeps she just tell me about it. she used to it when she was like younger, like uh, maybe in her like early twenties. It's like oh yeah, I worked for the CRA, then I went and worked for this other company, blah blah. And every job she tells me that she just left on a whim. I was like, that's a job you keep for life. The second you get that job, you don't move it. Like, if, dude, if I worked for the CRA when I was 22, I'd still be working for the CRA now. I'd be working for the CRA 20 years from now. I'd be like Mike, dude. Like, he got a job working at the library when he was, what, like 16, 17? Um, maybe yeah, even I think earlier. So. And he hasn't stopped. And it's like, he doesn't want to work for the library. It's not his passion. He, he doesn't, in fact, he doesn't really like it. But um, he's getting paid insane amounts of money. He gets a crazy amount of vacation paid. And when he gets there, he can do whatever, like, if he wants to run his business, he can, because he has the time to do it. Like, what, what more it's, can you ask for? <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's interesting, as you, uh, as you mentioned your mom, who, by the way, shout out, uh, she is a loyal listener, and I yeah. really appreciate it. She likes almost every time I post, and I'm like, oh, it's just such an encouragement, so thank you. Yeah. And then also, while I'm on the mom shout out train, shout out to my mom, you do the same, thank you, mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, I was listening to Chris the other day, well, you guys are really funny. And I just, I got it. I was just like, oh, crap. But, you know, it's fine. I have said that to her before, but she's told me about this. I'm like, mom, I would have kept the crap out of that job. I don't know what you were thinking. And it's not like she wasn't thinking right. It was literally the time was different. She was able to just leave a job and get another one. You know, it's not like she wasn't able to. That's the crazy thing. Like at that, like in, in their lifetime and before their lifetime, like that was a thing you could do. Like you could like high school was enough. And that's bonkers where it'd be like the specialty fields, like teaching. Understandably, you can't just do out of high school. Like, Mm -hmm. I do. I, I've known enough teachers and know how much they do where I respect so much and I understand why they have to like they do the advance like they had to do more schooling for it. But so many other places now are like, oh, you need schooling plus this, plus this, plus this. But every like borderline every job now requires that absolute post-secondary. Yeah. And that's nuts because <laughs> um, post-second I would. I would love to see it go down. Like if you, if you can pay, if you can, sure. I, I don't, I don't necessarily have an inherent problem with it. Um, if, if you can, but it shouldn't cost nearly as much as it does. And then for those that can't, 
or even if they can, it might be financially risky for them to do so. They should have the option not to. Yeah, well, I don't. The thing is, is like it's it's. I don't think the separation of of the populace based on um, uh, how much money they're making is good, right? Like, so for instance, no, and that's fair. Like this, that's fair. It's. I mean. You can even, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's, we're getting into authoritarian sort of territory here." But it's it's very like, what kind of populace do you want? You know, what, what kind of people are we trying to make here? What kind of you know, um, I my argument would be, "Hey, uh, why don't we just make the rich pay more, and then the schools will be better, and then they won't have to pay for private schools." And if they're still not satisfied with the state of the schools, then invest more. You you have all this extra money. We're not taxing you of all your money. You can invest uh, invest in the school, make it better. You know, um, and, and look at Bloomberg. Look at how much he spent, five hundred million dollars to not become president. I spent zero dollars, and I also achieved the same goal. He he could have, <laughs> dude. He could have spent that money on on other campaigns, on everybody else's campaign, on. Um, he could have spent that money on, on free education, uh, free health care for people. He, he, he could have, oh, dude, oh, my gosh, Chris. <laughs> for what? We'll put for, a pin in this one, I feel. <laughs> that, I mean, for a man to even have that much money, I mean, I could make the argument that that's not moral in and of itself. You, you can, you know, people can say, oh, you know, you're attacking the rich and, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, for one, you're never going to be that rich, so I don't know why you care. Uh, and, and, and that's not even a good argument because it's like, okay, well, you're never going to, you can say you're never going to be uh, black. So what do you care about what they do or say to black people? And it's like, well, you know, it's wrong to do that, period. Uh, so I could see that's how that's not a good argument. But um, my argument would be, uh, you know, could you, can you say that someone who's made that much money has done it in a completely amoral fashion? Can you guarantee that? Like, I can't, dude. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I guess on that point, um, yeah. like, unless uh, to me, unless I can see demonstrably that mm. they've made it immorally, mm. then then I'd be like, OK, well, no, um, well, there, if there's... it's demonstrably immorally, yeah. if it's if if it's something I, I cannot prove, yeah. then I'd be uh, my personal take is like, look. What you do with your money and however much you've made of it, unless you're doing something that causes pain and suffering to others or negatively impacts society as a whole, um, yeah. like that's your prerogative. Uh, well, the, you could, the, funny the funny example I gave last time we talked in person was like, look, if you've got $100 million and yeah. you want to and you choose to buy a replica of the Tim Burton Batmobile. That's your prerogative, and I'll probably ask if I can ride it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but well, I mean, if you've sorry, I'm sorry, dude. I, you just it sparks so much. Like, like, uh, uh, okay. So a lot of people are making the argument that the systems in place in order for someone to make that much money are inherently immoral in and of themselves. So you can't get even if you personally haven't done anything. The roots through which the route that, through which your money has taken, basically, in terms of like sweatshops, or if we're talking about using um, offshore accounts in order to avoid paying oh, taxes and just stuff like that. You, you know, I'm saying, I, I think all that's immoral. I think all that. You, oh, no, no. I, I, that. I would agree with, I'd agree with those things. Yeah. I would absolutely agree and, with those things. And it's like, it's like uh, I, um, one, per, I can't remember who said it, but they were talking about how, you know, how like the, with cops, you know, one bad apple spoils a bunch, which mm. that is the saying. So if you're saying, hey, there's only a few bad apples, they're spoiling the whole bunch, man. 
So we, <laughs> so that's the problem, right? Um, but anyway, no, no. Um, um, I, I get, sorry, I'm not trying to cut you off. Yeah, no, uh, no, no, no. I, I, I just want to respond. Yeah. I like for myself, I do, and it's I, I look at things and situations on a very individual person by person basis, right? So in that situation, like if you've got an offshore, if you've got an offshore account, so you can avoid the taxes yeah. that you have to pay as in Canada, the rich already do automatically pay more. If you are avoiding that, then yeah, you're breaking the law. You're doing stuff that's illegal and immoral. You should, you should face consequences for that. Yeah. But if you are somebody who is not doing any of those things, say you open a restaurant, it does good business. You're able to open a second location. It does good business. You are not undercutting any of your employees. You are no, not no. like you're even doing, you're doing everything uh, right. Yeah. There's, dude, and, there's a... and you get to a certain level, yeah. like you get to a very successful level. Mm-hmm. Then I'm not saying, I'm not at all saying you are doing this, but it's then when it's the blanket statement of, Oh, the rich, it's just like all the rich have to do this. If the person's already doing everything, by law, this mandated, they haven't done anything immoral, then I might be like, man, I'd love to have as much money as you do, but well, I, I wouldn't have that issue. That's different, right? I mean, I think people right. are, are, they're misunderstanding what the rich means. I'm talking about like, like international corporation rich, like multi-conglomerate. Okay, no, no, and that, that, like, that's a good distinction. The type of wealth where you can spend $500 million <laughs> on a campaign <laughs> and it's a drop in the bucket for you, basically, right? That mon- that amount right. of wealth, that's not moral, dude. Like, that, he's taken that capital away from uh, workers. Uh, he's taken that capital away from um, education, healthcare, infrastructure, everything. Uh, he's robbing people of their own money and and it's it's wrong dude and i you know it was it was interesting i can't remember who said this i think it was uh i do want to make clear i wasn't trying to defend him (laughs) oh no i know dude i know i know i know i know but that's that's what i'm talking about that's sort of wealth the 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 wealth when when you've accumulated half a billion dollars i mean maybe maybe you're jk rowling but more likely you're a a pos right um (laughs) (laughs) well i I was gonna say like Bill Gates, who has done, who did tremendous things with his wealth, did tremendous things with the foundation. Like they do a lot of good work. I I see you on your spot. Yeah, he. I to me, that's you're washing your hands of other stuff you've done, right? That maybe people aren't so aware of. Um, but you know, okay. I mean, at least in that case, if we're talking, if we're gonna go one, if we're gonna go down a list of like rich youths that we should, uh, I would say Bill Gates would be rather low on that list. Uh, personally, <laughs> uh, but no, no, man, um, no, but, uh, I think Desmond Tutu said this about apartheid where he was like, we can't begin to heal or repair everything unless everybody who did stuff, everybody who did stuff that was wrong comes out and admits that they, what they did was wrong because what he said, it, it was not the man himself or the person themselves. It's the system. Like if you're going to live hmm. and exist within the system in order to function within it you have to uh, demonstrate uh, and adhere to certain behaviors, right? And uh, he was saying, hey, we're not going to persecute you, but you have to admit everything you've done in order for us to heal and, like, fix this and stuff, right? And I think there's this aspect of that where it's like, you know, it's a broken system. Um, Mm. And it's been broken a million times along, you know, a bunch of years by a very, very wealthy, very... um, I would say immoral people, you know, uh, 
and it's just been chipped away at. And then, then we're getting into this situation where we're, we're seeing now, right, with the states and, and, and with us. And uh, yeah, that's why you're seeing a lot of socialist sentiment, man. Like, this stuff doesn't come out of nowhere. I, I mean, no, yeah. wealth inequality is, is as high as it's ever been in, in modern history. Um, that's why you're seeing this stuff. That's why you're seeing people gravitate towards authoritarianism and socialism and stuff like that. Uh, so if the rich would play ball and they wouldn't be so greedy, do you really need billions of dollars? I mean, we know things would be going a lot better, man. <laughs> things would be going a lot better. I mean, the, the look what happened with Trump and the tax cuts, man. All that was fake. All the, all the gains he's made since becoming president, all that was fake, dude. It was all fake. Like, it was all speculative. And now it's crashed within days. Because they know the house of cards is falling, man. And it's... <sighs> Chris, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm, I'm getting tired, dude. <laughs> it's okay. Let's, it's okay. Okay. It's okay. Okay. Here, let's talk. Okay. You asked me before we started, before uh, you were like, hey, man, what's going on with music, right? Because I was like, oh, Tommy sent me this yeah, thing. Yeah. And, and okay. So, oh, okay. That's more. I want to talk to you more about what's going on with you, man. That's that's actually more of what I wanted to talk about. Um, okay. So here, we'll, we'll put a pin in this stuff. We'll definitely revisit it. Oh, I mean, um, at dude, a later time. there's oh. eight things I want to put pins in so far. <laughs> this no, is no, like... So, <laughs> Okay, so here, we'll put a pin in the political stuff because we yeah. both go back to it. There's like yeah, eight yeah. episodes worth of stuff there. Oh, yeah. So we'll, we'll revisit all the pins. Yeah. Um, yeah well, let's leave I'm it saying. in, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not okay, saying okay. we take it out. Okay. I'm yeah, just no. saying. It's all cool. Officially right now, yeah. as much as we can keep going, yeah. we will put a capital P pin in the politics talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and like then we'll revisit pin. all the stuff later. Um, um, do you, can we get like... Yeah, no, I, can we go to like 720? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Because um, I could also go down the rabbit hole with you so much on this stuff. I know, there's uh, so much. We don't talk enough, dude. And I think when we do talk, it's re- it goes really cool. I think we're really good at talking to each yeah. other. Yeah. Uh, I think it's... it's no, a absolutely. Lo- dude, I think it's a lot more... I think talking to someone is a lot more difficult than people realize. Like, I, I think we, we... I think people find it a lot more difficult to talk to people than they even realize they do. You know? They themselves well, realize. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing, and it's something I've always appreciated with you, um, and I hope it. I hope it's likewise. Mm-hmm. Like whenever we have a conversation, we are going for like this is what we believe fully about. Um, this is what we are firm about. Here's the backing of it. But never when we've had a conversation have I felt like you were trying to be like Chris, you're an idiot, and if you disagree with me, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might you might feel very strongly. But it's never gotten to the personal level. You will you will bring your you, you will back it a hundred percent, and then you will leave it at me. And you you'll later be like, hey, what'd you think about it? And if I'm still like I disagree, you don't then jump at me. You're just like, oh, okay. Like, what? Why do you disagree? And it's always it's a two way street. Like, it's a good conversation. Yeah. Uh, whenever it ends, it's never angry. If it ends, it's just like no, it's exactly. at worst. It's like fair enough, man. Fair enough. It, it, we might be like, okay, you know what? We're, we're at an impasse for now. Different people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, heck, I remember um, uh, a podcast we did early when it was one of the, the derailed episodes when you were like, oh, yeah, it's like I'm a human being, too, and I have a right to opinion that's different than yours. Um, <laughs> like that's, that's the thing, and that's been very true throughout our entire friendship. We yeah. don't always agree, but we're – we never go at each other. We're never like you moron or you mook or anything. Um, I feel we'll, like we'll you... sooner sing. We'll sooner sing a song obnoxiously <sighs> in the jungle on the back of the Dawes Road bus <laughs> than we will attack each other. <laughs> I think, dude. I think about that. I think about that. Uh, not often, but from time to time. 
Um, no, when, but when the memory hits, it's always good. <laughs> one thing is that you never seem. You were always very good, and or at least you seem to be like on the surface, um, very good at not entangling your points of views with you as a person, with like your value of who you are, right? So you separate your ideas from you. And a lot of people have a very difficult time to do that. They have a difficult time for separating other people's ideas from them or even, and then, then themselves, right? So it's, it's, they'll defend other people based on their ideas, even if they don't necessarily agree with them, but they like that person. Right? I appreciate that, man. Yeah, uh, I, I really do. Thank you. I don't All know, right, dude. So. I, I, I mean, you know, thank your mom or something. Just someone raised you right. I don't know. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I always thank my mom, but thank you, mom. Uh, thank you, you Goofy wonderful. Movie. You did a great job. <laughs> On a, dude, I was ta- so as I was talking with Jen the other night, like yeah. I mentioned to you, um, when I got Disney Plus, I was so excited about the goofy movie being on there that I, I watched it. And that's what I watched it on when I did the watch along. Mm. Um, and then I was like, I want to revisit goof troop. That's a very different thing than a goofy movie. Um, <laughs> it's just one of those things where as much as I love like Disney plus, and you've got the options to revisit all these things from your childhood, mm. as much as I love something like say power Rangers, um, which it's got the nostalgic childhood love there's something there that I can grab like hook onto as an adult. Yeah. Uh, with some of the things on Disney plus, it's just like, okay, nope, that's very much something for, for the kids. Um, goof troop. I was like, okay, nope. One episode was enough. Uh, goofy movie had the goofy antics, but it also had like the heart, like that, that stuff that you can grapple onto as an adult. And it it did that, that thing that PB Herman discovered where, and they perfected, I think around that time where you, you make it so that the adults can enjoy it too. Right. Yeah. Pixar perfected it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Well, PB, they, he didn't even know what he was doing. It's interesting to listen to interviews with Paul Rubens now. He's, he's an interesting guy, but no, okay, dude, I want to, okay. So you were like, okay, what did, what did you ask me exactly about the music? What were you going to say? Were you just saying, okay, what's going on with it or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because we were we were talking before we started recording, and you kind of said like I'm at an interesting place with music right now. Mm. Um, so, dear listener, for those of you who don't know, uh, my buddy Christian here, I've known him since fourth grade, and then since about eighth grade, I know you, I've known you've been into like you've been recording and producing and making music. I saw um, your band, the original cast, live a number of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually even have on some of my hard drives, like backed up recordings from your stuff, from your earliest stuff. Um, I sent it to you a couple of years ago, but if you need it again, I'll find it. Um, I think I've got like rainy day incorporated. Um, oh, Chris, I need, I've got these. some of your original cast stuff and oh, wow. it was a, a song that you reworked. Um, I can't remember it, but it was, a. uh, um, Maybe Julia or just a girl's name. I just can't remember the Catherine. name. Catherine. Remember our friend Catherine? There we go. Yes, Catherine. Yeah. Um, like, I've got that stuff. So, like, music has been your outlet for so long. Yeah. Um, and just when you're said you're, an initi- you're at an interesting crossroads with right now, yeah. I'm super curious. So, <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, first thing, like, I know one thing that was interesting to me is that as you get older, I read that, like, as men get older, especially, um, you know, your testosterone starts to get lower and your creativity and that energy and that drive sort of starts to drop right and um i think just in general like if you're stressed out 
you're you're not really in a creative mindset, right? Um, <laughs> but one thing I'm realizing, like, is like I need I need more energy, like I need more space around in my life around in order to make music, in order to feel like compelled to do it. But like recently, I've been I've been I, I took about like a year or two off of just like I didn't even play guitar, I didn't do anything. Oh wow. Um, yeah, and it was a couple years after dad died, uh, but even then, like, mm. even, like, right, like, after, right after he died, like, I was going crazy with it, and then it kind of drove me insane, because what I was trying to do was, I was trying to learn how to become an audio engineer while recording my own album, <laughs> which is the dumbest, craziest thing you should, you could do, dude, like, it's, 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 I mean, like, for one, you should never mix your own album, ever, that's, there's, even if you know how to mix, even if you're a good audio engineer, you should never do that. It doesn't mean it, you, you're too close to it. You can't do it. I still don't necessarily agree with that. Um, but <laughs> uh, right now, I feel like just like you'll never be fully satisfied. You'll drive your own self crazy. You need an objective ear kind of thing. Someone yes. has to be like, hey, this is okay, but there's a better take. <laughs> and you're kind of like, no, screw you. It's perfect. Oh, absolutely. Dude. Yeah. Or it's like, hey, man, that's fine. You can move on. You know? <laughs> and it's. Yeah, it's things like that where it's also, you know, it, it's it, I'm realizing like, holy crap, becoming a good audio engineer is it takes years, years and years and years of just everyday practicing. And um, right now I'm at a point where I'm trying to separate the two. I'm trying to separate the recording aspect from the mixing aspect. And it's still kind of difficult and it's very difficult to to stay motivated and to keep like motivation going and stuff. Um so right now I'm at a sort of a point where like I've been mixing. Okay, dude. Okay, here's the thing. Here's what's driving me crazy right now. I found this old song that I'd written with Josh. You remember Josh Clarchy? Clarchy? Yeah, Jacob's yeah. Brother. Yeah, I do. So I was writing. Him and I were gonna do like a six song EP just to throw away. So I I I threw down like I I wrote these songs really really quick. And so I went and and it was at a time where I was like I was young and I didn't have a job and I was so inspired and I was so motivated and I just did everything really quickly and it came out decent. And so I, I found this old file and I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rework it. I'm going to rework it now with all my, my new plugins and my instruments and my know-how. And I'm, I'm just going to get a rough version out there so I can listen to it and then completely redo it, right? Uh, like from the ground up. And right. so for like almost a month now, <laughs> I've been working on this thing. And it's like, dude, it's not done. Like even if you mix it to like where it's done, you still have like half the songs not even there. You're missing instruments. There's none of these takes are the takes you're going to want to end up using. Why are you spending this much like every night but sitting here just sort of testing out, oh, maybe this tape emulation plugin will make it sound a bit different. Or maybe if I run them into everything at minus 12 decibels, it'll hit it at right the right spot. You know, just stuff like that, dude. It's like, <laughs> I mean, I have made a little progress. I do feel like I've, I've, I've found things out where I'm like, I'm always going to do this from now on. But yeah, man, yeah, it's, it's, it's just sort of driving me crazy. And I'm realizing like, there's so many things going on in my head that I'm not paying atten proper attention to, that I'm not addressing. And... I, you know, Monica said, she's like, dude, you need to quit. You need to go to therapy for three months and then, you know, exercise every day. Do yoga. Just do art, yoga, exercise, therapy. It's all you need. Right. Like, just do that. And I, I'm starting to realize, yeah, dude, like, I have to go to therapy. There's so much, there's so much stuff before dad died. And then after he died, like, I, I've, I don't know how to explain it. I could, I, <laughs> it's messing with me, man. It, and it's just getting worse. It's one of those things where, like, the longer you put it off, the deeper in you get and the harder it is to get out. Right? Well, that's the, that's the thing like, uh, with, with mental health and especially when you're dealing with your, your own crap. I mean, like I, I slowly started to open up more on here 
about stuff where it's like 90% of the time I'm happy to, like, I will happily talk about a movie or even the serious, the serious stuff, but it's like, I've got to, I got to put up a distance, but the anxiety piece, like I didn't realize until a couple of years ago, like, no, something's legit wrong. Um, and then I realized like it'd been wrong for years. I just didn't want to deal with it. And I'd write it off. Like, look, no, it's just that situation. And then also you're, it's not fun. <laughs> and it's not about things being fun, but let's, let's call a spade a spade. Who wants to deal with something in the middle of it? It's against our nature. It's against so much where, when a conflict arises, unless it's something where you're like, oh, I can get a good situation out of this or a peaceable one right away, you you avoid it. Uh, you walk away from it. it, be it you yeah. yell or like smack something away and then walk away. Like you've removed yourself from the situation you come back. But when it's mental health or something where it's like it follows you around, you you avoid that consciously or subconsciously. And it needs That's- to get addressed. It needs to get addressed because it's going to wear you down. It's going to eat literally at your body and your mind and your soul because what's happening is like, it's it's your body's your your body's reacting as a fight fight or flight response to things mm-hmm. that aren't there to things that you're not really addressing. So you're constantly in a state of like low level anxiety, right? And that's going to drive you insane. That's going to destroy your brain. It's going to destroy your health. It's gonna it's gonna turn you into a thirty year old. Who looks? Who has the posture of like a fifty-five-year-old dude? That's what it's going to turn you into, okay? uh, AKA me. Uh, and uh, it's going to weigh you down, dude. It's too, it, it makes oh, you yeah. tight. It pulls you in like a you know into a ball, and it just it's it's so bad. And um, yeah, man, no, it's you. No one, you're like you said, no one wants to deal with something in the middle of it. And I think I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like there was a lot of youth behind uh my ability to avoid stuff and now that i'm older i don't have the energy and it's really like you know reality sort of starting to hit me in the face it's starting to come to fruition and i'm seeing my future you know i'm getting a good look at it i'm like i'm 30 now and another 30 years i'll be 60 it's almost over right and <laughs> it's just starting to to click that's how it feels man that's how it feels this first 30 years oh, no, by no. so quickly and and i and, you know, when I, I, when I found my dad, you know, he was only 62 or 63. And, and so I'm just like, well, what if I only have 30 years left, right? Like, what am, right. What am I going to do? <laughs> you know? No, no, dude, I, um, I'm, I relate oh, to God, that was... so much. Um, I relate to what you're saying so much. And I definitely get that as well, where, yeah. as, like, when you're, when you're younger, I mean, there's so many other ways you can avoid it. Uh, and you're also going through so much crap when you're younger, like, it's like legit your brain's growing hormones are all over the place like that that's become a catch-all but it's legit um like there's so much crap going on that there's so many distractions that you just latch on to um or you can pin your underlying issues on that aren't legit but then now as you get older like even though you've still got your friends it's like look the reality is when you're older, it's not like high school where you see your buddies every single day and you spend 90% of your day with them or anything like that. You're at, yeah. you're at a job, which even if you enjoy or don't, that's not always going to be the distractor from these things. It's going to bring them up. You're going to, you're in a situation where you're like, Oh crap, I have to deal with this. And my whole life I've not wanted to. So then you're in a, a situation where 
it's it's a lot more palpable, right? Like it's just you can't run from it, even yeah, if it's you like, weren't oh, trying to. It's it's you're trapped on all sides. Yeah. If you, if you didn't realize. Yeah. No. It, yeah. You are the yeah, boat yeah, yeah. It's, in yeah, Jaws, yeah, yeah. It's, and that sucker circling you. Um, just to work in the Jaws reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, no. I mean, like personally, Sorry. I, I think I just gotta stop smoking weed. I think that's that'd be the biggest thing to help me <laughs> just getting off, getting off the THC. Really, getting dude? because no, I was reading an article today that really hit home where it's like, getting off of it. Yeah, yeah, man. Because uh, I was reading an article today that mentioned they're like, because they're talking about the higher THC count and and strains and and oils and stuff at the dispensaries, and they're noticing that uh, a lot of people now with the higher THC counts, a lot of people are experiencing more. Um, like psychosis and they're you know the, the the basically what happens is it makes it more difficult for your brain to process emotional memories um which is why i'm probably still 16 in a lot of ways and uh <laughs> it, it it also it, it just it makes you more yeah yeah it makes you more anxious and paranoid obviously right um but the, because what happens in your hippocampus i don't know it's the way the thc interacts with your hippocampus but what they were saying was that if you if you get something that's like half CBD and half THC, it'll actually turn that high into something more euphoric and calm, and it'll actually counteract mm. those effects on your memory and anxiety. Um, mm. So I was thinking of, of trying that, maybe going because now I just vape weed. I don't smoke it anymore; I just vape it. So I go to the dispensary and I get like a little vape cartridge. So I was thinking of getting like a half CBD, half THC, and then just weaning off from there, right? Right. Well, and. Um... I'm going to do a long pause just because feel free to cut this part out Um, because it's not, it's not meant as an insult. It's just as you were, I'm remembering something from the many years we've known each other. There was, Mm. and it uh, it was almost like the 70s show because there's a particular episode and I think you'll remember it. Um, But there was a time where like, as long as I've known you, I've seen you go from like in especially middle school and then high school where it would be, you would smoke maybe once every couple months to then once a month to then twice a month. And then it would pick up gradually. But then there was a time in our early twenties and you, you were smoking a lot. Um, but you were, it was like, it was, it was having a real effect on you cause you, you'd be miserable without it. Um, but then the more, but then also mm. you, you get more anxious and more paranoid the more you smoked. Um, but you were taking yeah. it to help with the ang- the anxiety and the paranoia, but it was kind of looped in. Um, yeah. But like I said, feel, that's I'm not feel free to cut all that. That can just be a between us kind of thing because I'm not trying to say anything bad about you. No, no, dude. I mean, no, no. Obviously, no, okay, no. Cool. I mean, dude. I, I I take so much. I would take. There's so much criticism I would take as valid. I mean, I don't think you. I don't. I think most people don't realize, given my um, all the behavior. Uh, of my entire <laughs> life, but, uh, <laughs> but no, because no. like <laughs> some of, some of it, I might've brought on by instigating something until you chased me around the top of UICI. Um, <laughs> oh, you, 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 you said you called me sloppy <laughs> and I didn't want to be known as sloppy <laughs> when he, I wasn't that guy. That wasn't me, man. <laughs> I'm still mad about it. That was, <laughs> Okay, we'll cut out the definition, but in my defense... Because I know how easy that stuff can stick. In my defense, I would have never called you that to anybody else except you. <laughs> the people who were in the room. <laughs> oh, but but I, I who understand. was more likely to call me that all the time than the people in the room, Chris? <laughs> 
You know but better than anyone. Those people are ruthless. They're cruel. They're monsters, man. Darko and Mike. They're beady little soulless eyes. They don't. They don't care, man. Oh, it, it was only because I saw the rise that was getting out of you, not because of what it meant you were. But uh, yeah, we'll cut that part out. <laughs> no, we don't have to cut any of it. No, it's all uh, no. Uh, it's it's interesting what you said because I think what happened was like I wasn't dealing well with being who I was at sixteen, and the weed really helped with that. And then now, you know, my brain's developed. I've developed like I'm sort of I should know who I am. I should be comfortable with who I am. But I've spent this whole time avoiding it, right? And I think that's that's the biggest thing where I'm like I have to figure out who I am again. I can't keep avoiding it anymore because it's causing way too many problems. It's just making it too difficult to keep doing what I want to do, which is you know, mess around, <laughs> screw off, you know? <laughs> no, I, I, like, I, I, so I definitely I'm just get like, that. I, I mean, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I was just, well, like, I guess, like, the time is, it's like, I've, it's time to stop screwing around. It's time to stop screwing off. It's time to stop messing around. Yeah. Well, and, uh, like, that's, I definitely get that. I mean, and we all have parts of our, either parts of ourselves that we don't like that we conflate with who we are entirely as a human being or as a person. Um, yeah. We can either, we can definitely fixate on our faults and make that who we are. And that's not true. Just as we can fixate on those uh, things that we love about ourselves and be like, Oh, that's entirely me. And that's also not true. Um, <laughs> like there we're, yeah. we're a balance, but yeah, it's uh, trying to figure out who you are is something that I don't think ever stops. I, 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 I really don't like, there might be certain no. things about you that will fundamentally inform who you are or it might be a characteristic that you will carry <laughs> always. But the thing is, like, we are always changing. We are always growing. Um, even after our brain stops, like, uh, I can't oh, remember yeah. who said yeah. it. No, it's an, it's just, I mean, sorry. No, no, no. I, I, I'm going off on oh, the no. rabbit trail. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean I just wanted to I, I didn't I guess I didn't like I didn't I didn't uh articulate myself. I, I guess what I meant was more like, you know, there's all the stuff I would have learned about myself uh in this the past like sixteen, fifteen years that I, I haven't, you know? And it may not oh. it may not mean that like now I know everything about myself, I know exactly who I am, but I would have so much more information upon which to work, right? Off of which to work. Oh no no I, I I definitely got that and uh, that that's on me. Um, what I was trying to <laughs> say with that was like, because as you were saying, you were there was things you were avoiding, right? Like there were there were things that you were, oh yeah, that you were getting from elsewhere that so you were avoiding. I'm like in that of, uh, I can't words, <laughs> but in that avoidance, like <laughs> that for, make better from, word mouth, <laughs> make better word mouth. Um, but for me, like there were, there were definite <laughs> things in my teens where I was like, there were things I didn't like about myself. Um, and in a, like there was times I out and out hated myself. So I would have like, just pursue whatever to avoid those things, um, to avoid dealing with those things. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't be until later where I'm like, look, there's a problem. I got to address it that then, then I could f figure out who I was beyond just the, the things I didn't like. Like the behaviors, the whatever the heck, right? The, yeah. the down talking or whatever. That was the point I was trying to get to, but then I just no. kept going into the weeds, um, which is apparently now my favorite expression. Uh, <laughs> into the weeds. That's the name of the episode, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually, yeah, no, dude, dude, that works perfect because 
I think it was you on the first episode. Now every episode I do with like when it's me, you, uh, Mike, Darko, and Christian. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting Christian, but I'm in Tommy because you're right here. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, nope, Tom. Sorry, Tom. Um, like anytime it's us, I'm like, let's just call it what it is. Like it's derailed. That's fine. That's that's what we do because we'll get on one train of thought and then we'll jump to the next. Like there is no there's no tracking with that sucker. Um, no. <laughs> but with Too many us, dudes. I th- <laughs> but with us, I think into the weeds is very appropriate because anytime we do this, we're gonna uh, one of us is gonna say something that's gonna mo- want to make the other jump and then keep going. Yeah. And then yeah. Literally go unpack everything and go on down that trail into the weeds. So. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect, sir. That's the title. Oh, man, we got to do this more often, dude. There's so many things that, like, not even just the stuff where it's like, oh, we got to put a pin in this and do, like, a real episode about it. But there's so many things about, like, like our childhood and, like, who we are and how, like, mm-hmm. you remember things about me that I don't remember, man. I think that's I think that's the biggest thing. It's not only that, like, it's not only that, like, I, the weed, like, it helped me avoid stuff, like, in my mind. Like, it literally, on a brain chemistry level it did like my dreams like I, you don't really dream right you know all the stuff that you figure out in your dreams i haven't really been doing that um you know it's stuff like that where it's like the emotional memory you forget mm. that so you don't really have that to work off of right like you don't right. have that to process who you are and to think oh so i think that's the biggest thing where i feel like i'm i'm being things are being stolen from me like my reality is mm. being stolen from me i mean it's my own fault but yeah um yeah that was just one more thing i wanted to add but like you it's man Man, we gotta talk more often. We have to talk more often, <laughs> dude. We we I I absolutely agree, and we really will. Um, and yeah, no, we're let's make this a regular thing. Um, heck, even if we don't. So, listener, uh, beforehand, Christian and I set this up to record tonight, and it was just to test record, like just to make sure the audio was working, because uh, Christian was awesome and edited um, one of my episodes a while ago. Um, and he might edit this one. I haven't formally asked him yet, so that's my ask. Um, I'll, I'll definitely, I will definitely, I just assumed I would. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, but, like, we, we were just going to test, and then then we got into it. Um, and then that, I was like, you know what? Even if that's all we do tonight, that's awesome. That was something that I needed. Um, and, dude, you've, it, like, you you're like one of my oldest friends. It's crazy. It's actually crazy to me that we've known each other since fourth grade. Um, and then as much as I do love, like, uh, like I love, I, I love Mike and Darko and Tommy. Um, and, but it's nuts that when I actually think back, aside from the laughter it brings, like <laughs> when I think back to how we were to each other, I'm like, how were we friends? And, how how are any of us functional adults? We were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were horrible to each other. Pubescent <laughs> boys, I... dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're monsters, just just ruthless, stupid, ruthless monsters. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then and yet at the same time, even though we were that way to each other, to give uh, to give us credit, like we were also we were like we were legit friends. Because uh, as much as we'd give each other like horrible horrible crap (laughs) at the same point we'd be uh, we'd defend each other right away if anybody else encroached on that we'd be like yeah what's your problem (laughs) like yeah well brothers man yeah i think we we, oh yeah 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 and and that's why yeah man man see there's this whole thing i wanted to talk to you about like me in my early 20s and the way I felt about my friends and like how like I had this idea like and how it affected me like for years after it just that was like that's something I wanted to talk about but that's something we could talk about next time 
<laughs> oh, dude. Okay, no, no. I got. I got to pick your brain. Okay, so we'll go. We'll go another five. We'll okay. go another five. Yeah. I, I do got to cap it around seven thirty. All right. So, as oh, unplug that. <laughs> I'm, unpack that because now I'm really curious. Oh, okay. If you can. Well, I mean, like when I was in like my early twenties, I was living in that basement on Simington, right? And I had gotten that uh, that internship at the DOJ, and and I was just like, oh man, I'm killing it, right? I got this sweet internship. I got my first place. Everything's going great. Everyone's hanging out, and then like I lost the the internship. Um, and when looking back, I'm like, it was all my own fault. There was so much I could do. I didn't realize what was expected. There was so much I didn't realize about the world and like working and just stuff like that. Right. I just didn't realize. And, um, and then I, I, I sort of tried to be like, it, it made me realize like, cause I was so alone. I was like, I didn't know what to do. Right. And so I was just sort of avoiding like, Oh, I'm going to, I was able to get EI so I could still pay my rent, but I'm like, eventually I'm going to have to get out of here. I don't know what to do. And so I just sort of tried to connect with everybody, right? We're all in our early 20s, and I was just like, hey, man, like, I just want a closer relationship with everyone. I didn't really say that, but I tried to make it happen. And then everyone was sort of doing their own stuff. No one thought it was as important as I did. Fair enough, right? Like, totally understandable. The only reason I did is because I was in such a weird place, right? And, um, and then eventually I just sort of like, I was like, okay, well, if nobody, won't, nobody cares as much as I do, then I'm going to care as much as they do. And... So that was sort of where it got into. I don't respond to texts, and I don't call people, and I don't do anything with anyone. And it had it went on for so long that it stopped being like a defense mechanism. It's just sort of who I am, right? It's just sort of like <laughs> I just don't respond to texts because, like, I see them. And I'm like, there's so much pressure now. It's like I have to, I have to put on this persona of like, like it seems like every day, like I'm in my own head and I'm just sort of doing my own thing, and then like I have to talk to another person and be something for them. And it's like, really, dude, is it that hard? Like, what's wrong? Like, are you really that useless that you can't just talk to another person and be yourself? Like, who cares? You don't know them anything, really. I just, just text them back. So, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's really weird. I think it's, it's sort of like a habit. And now I'm trying to figure out how to break the habit, get back into who I was. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I, I definitely get that. Um, I'm going to, there's just one thing I want to respond to. But again, we'll feel free to cut this part out. Um, but in the in the early twenties, like I had I had lost touch a bit with with all you guys. The only the exception being Mike, um, just because Mike was working. Like we'd occasionally do stuff for the the Steam movies and that kind of thing. And even for him, he had stopped responding for a while. I'm like, okay, we're all busy, and then you drift apart. But when uh like when you and Tommy. Uh, started volunteering at the food bank. Like I was really excited. Mm, me too. Um, but then I was also like, this is, this is challenging now. Cause I'm like, Oh, I want to, of course, like I want to do everything that I can, but they're also my friends mm. and I want to reach out to them. Mm. But I've also got a lot of other volunteers who are going to be looking at, I can't have favoritism or any of that. Yep. And then I'm like, shoot, this is, this is a really tricky thing because well, I, I was also suddenly, suddenly it's like, you guys are back. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my gosh, my, like my, my, my homies, yeah. my friends are back. I've lost these people. Um, and then it's, it's just this challenging thing where I'm like, I got to be firm with them. And you guys never did anything where it made me feel awkward or anything, but man, I had that in mind the whole time. I was like, Oh crap. Like Chris is doing, he's doing me a solid. And I, I, I just got to go there and help him out as, as much as I can. It's not even going to be that long. Like, just go there, do as much as you can, make him look good, make it, make it look like he made a good decision <laughs> by helping you out, and then get out of there, right? And that was always my attitude. Like, I think, you know, we kind of messed around a bit, but we never did anything where it was like we got in the way or we hindered anything. We just had maybe a bit oh, more no, fun no. than other people were having, but, you know. <laughs> right. It, but it was just like, 
I had never, I had never taken the time to ask you what was going on with, with that. But just at times, especially cause I was running it, mm. like I had so much fun, like any of the volunteers I'd have fun goofing off with, but with you guys, cause we'd had so many years of doing that. I was just kind of like, Oh shoot. And I like, it would just be a bit of that anxiety mm. almost cause I'd catch other people looking at how much fun that we were having and suddenly like, Oh, they think I'm not working and they're, they're like all that kind of jazz, not you guys. And nobody ever said it. It was just purely on me. Yeah. But it's just, as you were, it reminded me as you were talking about that, like how getting in your head messes with you. Ooh, man. And it, you know what that makes me think about? I was talking to my coworker today about there, there's a study I was reading about how this, this, we don't realize how much power we have, you know, like they did the study where they sent this young woman out to ask people for like, Hey, can you fill out this questionnaire? People who are waiting for the bus, reading a book on their phone, just doing stuff. Right. And cause it's really awkward. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to bug this person. And then they had this other guy go out and he asked for crazy things like, Oh, can I borrow a hundred dollars from you? Complete stranger. Or can I use your phone? Things like that. And they were saying like, you would be astounded how often people were likely to say yes. And there's two messages in it wherein hey, you don't realize how much power you have. In, in the world just by asking because B you don't realize that they don't want to look like a jerk. And that is extremely powerful. <laughs> it is so much more powerful than we realize. Cause we're so concerned with us, right? We're so concerned with like, Oh, they're not going to want to help me. This is annoying, blah, blah, blah. But we're nothing like, Oh, they're going to feel obligated. They don't want to look like a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's just one of those things where it's so you're so in your own head, yeah. you're not aware of reality. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think that's a great point, and uh, unfortunately, I think that's the the fair point where we can end yeah. it. Um, so, uh, dear listener, thank you for listening so much. Um, I really appreciate it, Christian. Thank you so much for uh, for doing this and keeping on it. Because I'll, I'll like not that I was going to forget it uh, at all. Don't get me wrong, but I'll admit in my in my depression and everything that's going on right now, as you were sharing the stuff about the music, like I get that with stuff that brings me joy. Like I, I shared a couple episodes ago. There were some episodes where I'd record the episode and midway through the recording, I'm like, I don't want to do this. You can hear everything in my voice. I'm done. Uh, but like you even suggested, and even what got me more on board with doing it tonight, um, was even like, okay, we're just, we're just gonna, we're just gonna test in my head. I was like, okay, look, we're just testing. We're just that. And then we got super comfortable and all that. So I appreciate you even following up and all that. So you're, you're, you're a great friend, buddy. I just wanted to make sure you knew. That. Oh, no, um, dude. Oh man. No, I just figured, I assume like, like, cause I know you, right? Like I was never like, I, I never had an uncharitable interpretation of your behavior. It was never like, I always gave you the benefit oh. of the doubt, you know? So I figured. Oh yeah. 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 If anything. Oh no. I, I, you're in the same boat as I am. You're probably thinking these things. So I'm just Oh like, no, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 I. <laughs> <laughs> so I would, if I were you, I would need someone to do this. And that, that's why I did that. Oh yeah. No, no, no. And I, and I appreciate that greatly. And it's like, I, I knew that you knew, but I still wanted to make it. I, I still wanted to publicly thank you is what I'm saying. Well, I knew that you and knew that I knew. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we'll definitely do this again. Uh, dude, we'll figure out another time that'll work. Um, we got to go back and listen to where we put like the 27 pins. Uh, and then I'm sure in that time, we'll also think of like 18 more. Um, we'll definitely make this. Uh, this is going to be the first. Uh, we'll, we'll call it a new series. Uh, into the weeds. Oh, um, that would be that'd be really cool, man. When you start a maybe you'll just start your own podcast network, have like a bunch of them on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, I, 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 
We'll put a pin and in that's that. Yet another pin. <laughs> oh, the pins. Yet. Oh, the pins. Um. <laughs> End of the weeds in parentheses. Right, well, oh, the pins in parentheses. Yeah. <laughs> it's like eight parentheses. We're going to get into like, oh my gosh, dude. Just the, the final tangent will go on. It'll be like Pokemon colon the first movie colon Mewtwo Strikes Back. <laughs> where the Pokemon movie titles are always super confusing. <laughs> well, is this the first one or right, is it well, Mewtwo Strikes Back? When, when did he strike the first time? When did he strike once? <laughs> They explain it all in the movie, but that's where you're like, wow, really? Are we sure this is the title we want? <laughs> they, they, they explained it in the movie. Uh, What's with all this exposition right, just well, make a first movie a prequel? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my gosh. Okay, okay. So they kind of did oh. in the Japanese cut. The first 20 minutes were like his whole story about why he was striking back. Um yeah, no, look up the Japanese cut, but okay. All right, that's where I'm at. YouTube, again, why he struck back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dear listener, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Christian, can't wait to do this again. Oh, the pins. Hope you enjoyed, and God bless, my friends. Take care.